life is like a box of chocolates here in Chefburg. Little spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Who look thick with Mary Berry. Chef tales, woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woohoo. Alexa, what's coffee bean a hundred in Welsh? Coffee bean a hundred in Welsh is. Fa coffee cant. Charming. Hello and welcome to the 50th episode of the Chef Tales podcast. It's Maddie Boy, Bonehead, MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones, son, father, chef, caterer, and podcaster. I apologise for it being longer releasing this than usual, but. You know how it goes. Breaking news. I'd just like to address that we are no longer caterers at the golf club. But I'll come back to that later. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, the last time that I was on here, I was talking about how my boy, Kobe, had got COVID. And... We were told to still come in and just wear PPE at the golf club. Um, and then an hour later, that um, that decision for us to come in had been reversed. Bear in mind, this happened before that the rules had changed in regards to not having to self-isolate for 10 days. Um, etc, etc, as they're changing the rules all the fucking time, or they did anyway. So, on the 10th day, so on the 10th day of, uh, of when Kobe had COVID, I, um, I caught it, and then we informed the golf club, so then again, that would be 10 days. During that time, Joanna and Kobe had caught it. Joanna and, Kobe. Joanna and Charlotte had caught it. Charlotte had it quite bad. I was knocked out for the first couple of days. Um, and yeah, it wasn't very nice. Can't, you know, didn't, um, well, obviously we didn't do much. Um, and, and then uh, once we were clear, we informed them that we'd be back on whatever day it was, I can't remember. To which we had, excellent, okay, great. Um, so-and-so would like a, to have a meeting on that day. Okay. That was at the point when Charlotte said, they're going to get rid of us. I said, nah, I can't, yeah, I couldn't do that. Why, why would they do that? Um... So, we did still have Joanna off with COVID. I think at nine, 
I don't know, eight or nine days that was in. But we didn't tell him that. Uh, so we said that Charlotte had a hospital appointment. So I went into work that day. And I yeah, went in a little bit earlier, not much, that much early. And then the guy who I was supposed to have the meeting with was there. And then this other bloke who I wasn't told was um, told me that was going to have the meeting. I thought, oh, okay. And when that happened, and I thought Charlotte's theory might be true. So I sat, sat me down and said, sorry to have to do this, but we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. Um, we've had a survey and it's not, it's not been good for you, unfortunately. Uh to which the point I think I stopped him and said, I can't fucking believe you're doing this the day I come back from COVID after I've been ill for three fucking weeks with my family. How cold are you to do this? You were going to do it when we were on holiday, but like Charlotte said, she was worried about and thinking about doing it when we come back from holiday. But no, they've had this time, you had this time to perfectly yeah get rid of us. Yeah. And Charlotte's not even here. I said, well, she's at the hospital appointment in shower. No, because she knew you was going to get rid of us. She knew you was going to do this. I didn't, you know, I haven't slept all night for him having, you know, having to think about, you know, doing all this. Because I don't give a fuck. I, I, I must have ranted for a good five minutes. And I calmed down. But. I just still couldn't believe that he could do do that. And so he said, yeah, but you get your, get your stuff out of there and that kind of stuff. And I said, well, hang on a minute. We've got 60 days notice to um, to do this. Well, you know, you've got... Yeah, I need at least a week to get all my stuff out of there. A week, I was told, a week... Like, well, yeah, I've got to get yeah, I've got to get my equipment all out of here and put it into somewhere. I've got to put, you know, stock etc. Or you know, you've got your outside crate. And I go, well, yeah, but this was our main home. You fucking idiot! All of a sudden, add that into the sentence. But <clears throat> so shortly after that uh, meeting, they apologised and that, all that kind of stuff. And I thought, yeah. You know, I wasn't upset and that kind of stuff, but I got in touch with Charlotte straight away because she dropped me off and said, yep, you're right. Guess what? They got rid of us. So she came back. <coughs> um, within about half an hour, during that time after the phone call, I had that guy come up to me and ask for the keys, the keys for the place straight away. I think I was just more in shock that he was asking for the keys, literally about 10 minutes after we had our conversation, thinking, fucking hell, do you, do you think that we're going to nick shit or stuff out of here? You know, literally 10 minutes after that, you know, I mean, fucking hell, I'm real. Now, my mum, she was well guided for me, for us. You know, she said she cried all night that, that night. Then in day, if, well, we got the usual, usual thing from them. And then went back, went back there the following morning, to which I had a phone call to say what time would I be coming in to get my stuff from that, 
from that guy who who um, has got millions, but shops a fucking lid all the tight cunt. Um, so I got there, you know, was on, was loading stuff up, and then Charlotte saw him and said, "You're gonna need to give, yeah, we need some more more time." And he was, yeah, he, yeah, he, he weren't prepared to give it to to me, but when Charlotte spoke to him, he did. And obviously, she said, "I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah, you just made us homeless." Well, you've got your catering company, have you? Well, yeah, but this is where we do it. Like I said the day before, yeah. We haven't got anywhere else. You dick. Yeah, you need to be transparent, completely trans transparent with the next person you have in. Instead of saying to them seven days, you know, you don't need to work seven days at the start to now, you know, you do, we do need you to be here seven days and to actually support the people unlike what they didn't do for us. <laughs> Excuse me. And he's like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. And we're like, you know, he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, that kind of stuff. And, um, well, in our heads we're thinking, yeah, they're going to, yeah, they've got functions coming up. They're going to be fucked for the first month or so. But no, after a couple of days of leaving, when we finally left, they'd already changed to the, the new company that coming in and put their name on the website. So this shit was sorted out fucking well in advance. Well in advance. Probably, probably even back to when we called it a day in August... And they brought Adam on standby and said, yeah, look, we'll, we'll give them, they can do Christmas time. And then, yeah, not long after that, we'll give them the old elbow. But no, this company's been, yeah, after a couple of days, I checked the website and obviously our name was deleted and this other guy or other company was in there. So they sorted that shit out well, well in advance. So obviously we didn't just walk, we didn't just um, go after a couple of days when we were told that it's not working out, we settled, we had a, we, um, had a settlement. So the stock that I had in there, because I couldn't bring all of it with me, so I brought up, well, main things and said I had more, more in there than I did. And the money that we would have made in those two months, you know, so that's, that sorted us out. We got out early uh, didn't go to say goodbye to everybody not that we would say goodbye to everybody and that was that I'm not <clears throat> not sad about it and that kind of stuff yeah. but it did bring us down to obviously doing you know, resulted us doing functions for my home which wasn't ideal but you know, needs are a must um, hard work when you've got children coming in for snacks and that kind of stuff when you, whilst you're trying to do um, prep for functions but um, it is what it is to the point of uh, of having another breakdown because of, of how I'm feeling inside or how I was feeling inside being feeling rock bottom you know Coming out with not not that I had done before, but coming out with you, obviously, you know, it affected me more than what I than what I let on in regards to the golf club, because I 
after the um, after the golf club, I looked for part time jobs and told the kids that I weren't going to be working full time anywhere. A because that would be the end of the, the catering company. B I don't fucking want to do full time somewhere. And C I won't. Yeah, not just see them. I wouldn't see Charlotte. So we narrowed it down to yeah, just doing part time hours. And then a job came available for a kitchen manager. A decent job working at local council cafes, running that. But like I say, it was for full time. And I enjoyed the uh, conversation I had in the interview with the guy and uh, told her about everything that I'm, you know, I'm involved in regards to catering and said that I could see it working, etc. And said on either day, spit go over with the missus, and I was feeling positive and thinking it could work. And so until the following day, Shart said, are you going to give him a call? And then I said, yeah, but hang on a minute. Going back on what I, what I said, man, I'm going to be doing full-time work regardless of not doing weekends. I'm still going to be doing full-time, I'm going to be doing full-time work there regardless of what we got. But I'm going to be doing 40 hours there and if we have two or three functions, that's 70, 80 odd hours that I could be working. And then we're back to square one. So this one, this job, as much as I felt positive about it, wasn't wasn't right for me. So I didn't accept the job, and the following day I got, a, I did get a job, a part time job. Um, yeah, f- few hours a day, which is what we ne- all we need. Whilst we looked, whilst we were looking still for a, a new venue for our catering, and. Oh, prior just prior to um, yeah, when we called when when they gave us the elbow, I'd done my back in. Forgot about that. Excuse me. What the hell? I just had beans, and that's literally just the immediate effect. Anyway, yeah. So when they when they did do that to us, I think the day after I'd done my back in, I think I slipped a disc. And I couldn't, I couldn't walk for three weeks. But obviously, I was applying for these jobs during this time. And oh my god, yeah, my back was uh, just as bad as it was the last time. And so, like I said, yeah, I applied for other jobs, and I went for one, one job which was like a cafe chef. Um, <laughs> at this one place, and this, and one of the first questions this woman asked me was. You haven't got any mental health problems, have you? Or issues with mental health? I was just, I was shocked when she asked that because I don't I didn't think you can actually ask that to, well in a questionnaire or something like that, but not just you know out of the blue like that. So which I went, nope. I thought, well, if I did that, I'd be like, well, this this interview is over. Either way, I didn't like. I didn't like the look of her, of it telling me how, yeah, this is how they like things plated when it's a fucking cafe and it's been open all of two months. It's basically teaching me how to fuck, telling me how to suck eggs for fuck's sake. Well, that's not my cup of tea. But yeah, so I went for, but I have got another job. And But whilst I was there, like, I've, I've only just started it. But we had a function on, and I got stressed out because of, running late or whatever, that kind of stuff. And then, like I say, I had another breakdown because of feeling rock bottom, feeling low, 
that place, the golf, aka the golf club, knocking my confidence. But <sighs> only a minority of them were cunts. Small minority, but they, but the small minority had the biggest say, and I shouldn't let it affect me. But sometimes it just like replays in my head like a fucking record, just over and over and over. But we have now found a um, a venue for our catering company, and we will be moving in the next couple of weeks. We um. Yeah, I drew up a plan. I drew up a plan of what we're gonna, what we've got in regards to like in storage, etc. And we told the in-laws what we, uh, you know, that we, it's a empty shell, but we've got oven, we've got this, we've got that. And I said tables, and they went tables. I went, yeah, the stainless steel tables that we had at the cafe, and they both looked at each other, and then Charlotte said. What, have they been sold or what? And then they just all went, they just went kept it, kept it um, quiet. Half an hour later, when I wasn't there, they obviously spoke to Charlotte and said that they bought those tables. And making a point of that, <laughs> when we had this cafe, um, I I just said to Charlotte, how petty. Can they fucking be? How pathetic is that? And they haven't changed one bit. They know the situation we're in, but yet they've they had to make a point of telling us that they paid for those fucking tables. Fucking unbelievable. But I did also make the point of telling Charlotte that I'm glad that it's been us for the last two years and if I had it my way, they wouldn't have been part of it. Which she didn't um she didn't get upset with, but obviously it's hard to hear. But we will be going into that new place and fixing it up. And one of the members there, right, dirty looking fucking bloke. Yeah, he's a convicted convict. <laughs> fucking convicted convict, but he's like one of their best customers at the bar. He's a fucking pisshead. You know, and you have, yeah, but anyway, like I said, you know, if I bump into anybody from there, anybody I know, uh, or no, no anybody, obviously, anybody who I liked and that kind of stuff, I'd, I'll make time for them. But any of the other cunts, pff, you can go and get fucked. I know the mother-in-law uh, did spot somebody and they didn't even make eye contact with her, which just shows that kind of, you know, some of them are really snooty, but anyway, you know, it is what it is. Um... The other big thing with that golf club was the big issue in regards to the Queen's Jubilee coming up, which was pretty much the start of the year when it was like, when are you away on holiday? Because we were away for two weeks and it's been booked for three years and they've had this information since we, since we started there this time well, in May last year. Uh, yeah, we had the pressure of uh, yeah, having cover and that kind of stuff, but like we said before, we weren't, we weren't making enough money to be able to provide cover. And, well, it's going to be the busiest, busiest um, days ever, apparently. Um, and, well, 
bottom line is we don't need to worry about that shit anymore. I don't think it'll be busy, as busy as what they reckon. I don't, it, to be honest, I'll be fucking a couple of thousand miles away, so I don't really give a fuck. What I do know is the person that they had in, or they've got in now, literally just made, yeah, their website has got literally like two pages. As it, it's, got a, it's got a gallery page and it hasn't even got fuck all on there. A guy with decades of experience. It's not a award-winning chef though, is he, mate? No. You're not an award-winning chef, Mr. Cook. Mr. Cock, more like. But, um... <clears throat> what does a woman's pussy and a chainsaw have in common? Missed by a few inches and you're in deep shit. I was shocked when um, the legend leg spinner Shane Warne um, passed away at age 52. Age is nothing, man. 50 fucking two. I just remembered another bit in regards to that um, interview for that cafe, cafe chef, mental health, asking me. She also asked, if, asked me if I had an up-to-date MVQ, which I said, yes, straight away, but I also thought, well, hang on a fucking minute. Up-to-date MVQ. I'm a qualified chef, love. I've done it for 25 fucking years. It's not like fucking, you know, you wouldn't ask an electrician that, what... You're telling me, I, I think she got got mixed up with a uh, health and hygiene certificate. I might be wrong, but I've never heard of that in my life. Sorry, but it has to be more spoken about the golf club because, well, there just has to. The amount of fucking conversations I had about, well, numerous conversations about the same fucking thing with numerous different people. But I won't miss getting out of bed at 5.30 in the morning to do 20 fucking breakfasts for 20 golfers. 30 maximum, when there's 80 fucking eight golfers usually on that fucking course. Because 50 of the cunts don't want to come in. Yeah. But yet you're expected to come in at fucking half five and cook some breakfasts. Sorry, not come in at half five. Wake up at half five, get there at half six. Cook it for half seven. Fucking... And the amount of times I asked about, you know, I would like, you know, I would like to be doing 10, 20 more. Nothing came of that. All fell on fucking deaf ears. Well, good luck to the next fucking person. These, that we were uh, the, one, two, three. I think the sixth caterer in 10 years that they've had. And that just speaks for itself. I might be wrong with that number. Might be seven. <laughs> Could be eight. I don't fucking know. But good luck, because you're gonna fucking need it. No, we couldn't have seen ourselves last yeah, being there Christmas time. Well, yeah, twenty twenty two. Probably not even during the summer. So Charlotte was dreading the summer because we had obviously three weddings. We got three or four weddings you know, over the summertime, and some of those again. You know, a couple of them were from COVID. A couple of them we booked in last year, and we weren't going to be there. We would have, and that's yeah, that's fair enough. It's a Saturday. You know, you expect to have catering, but in all honesty, no. Um, you know, yes, I felt bitter and that kind of stuff, and I said and felt not at first. Originally, I was yeah, I think um, denying that and that kind of stuff. But 
I know what we're capable of doing. I know what, you know, and they, they never even saw it. One of the last things that Charlotte said to that um, prick was we was only there for the money. <laughs> Which, fair play to her for saying that. I think that a few noses were put out of joint in regards to the justy, and that was probably that might have been the final nail in the coffin for us for doing that, and not speaking to certain people, even though we were told who we had to talk to. Just a, it's just an ego thing, I think. When you're looking for support, and what you don't get it from family members and all you get is the same old shit it gets we're tired of it to be honest I love them to death but (sighs) the shit that they do though does fuck me off what what I'd really like to say is why don't you stick the tables up your ass? I don't think that will go down too well it's always been that way they can say stuff to us, but we can't say anything to them because they're right or whatever, and not when they're not. But it is what it is, you know. One day it might blow up, and like I say, like I did the other time, and I said when I did with uh, the father-in-law. But let's hope not. We're, we're counting down the days until we finally go on holiday, which. My calculations is just over a month. Four weeks time. Oh fucking hell. I'm thinking, you know, don't have to even think about fucking any golf club and all that kind of shit. You know, have that time to switch off from well, not reality, but just enjoy. Enjoy the time that we have because that we deserved it. We were even thinking about contemplating cancelling that holiday because of that fucking golf club. And I'm glad we didn't, because they would have fucking still done that when we were on, when we were off with COVID. And I know I probably would have um, launched over the table and fucking throttled one of the fucking cunts. But that guy I was talking about, that one who uh, fucking ties a fish's arsehole and chops, chops a little, he was the one who originally wanted us out back in um, August, but denied everything that was uh, put to him, yeah, or accused of him, denied everything in front of our faces, so it's just as two-faced as the, it's just as two-faced as two-faced, and uh, yeah, never liked that guy, but yeah, there were some people there that I, I did enjoy um, conversations with, and that kind of stuff, but in the, the day now, that's the past, this is the present, it's time, time to get back on the, uh, on the positive train, positive track, and start thinking forward and uh, about plans, what we can, you know, ideas, and not fucking having people put us down anymore. Yeah, family included. Family included. I was originally going to put on this uh, podcast that we called it a day and that kind of stuff, but then that's obviously bollocks, wasn't true, and uh. Yeah, better to be be the truthful instead of just fucking talking shit. This is well off the cuff, kind of like a off the podcast, but um, you know, 
we've got that new venue we move in move in beginning of May, May even but then we've just had a place that we originally inquired about get in touch with us which is cheaper and if it's if there's less work and um, to do in there obviously the kitchen etc maintenance and it works then after we give a message to the other one and say sorry but um, we had second thoughts but we'll see we'll view that one in the next day or two and see what comes of it if anything and um, it would just be so nice to get out of the kitchen it stresses me out doing it in our own kitchen which I'm doing currently now but I haven't got excuse me I haven't got kids running in wanting a drink or just well I don't want to say being a nuisance because it's not really being a nuisance yeah <laughs> kids and well you know, people just coming in the kitchen but we ain't got no room it's fucking stressful and I was stressed out last time we done it we done it at the, at the in-laws house and fucking four people trying you know trying to pl- put one dish sausage and mash together or something like that and in my head I wanted to say look I could fucking do it on my own but obviously I didn't want to say that it just stressed me out even more but no more doing that. Another week or two, be doing it in in an actual kitchen, proper kitchen. I was originally going to have my mate again, my mad Arab friend, but um, he's too busy. Message him, maybe I pissed him off. I don't know, but I've had any any uh, phone call. He doesn't know anything that was happened to that place, etc. But yeah, I was going to speak to him, and this is what it's going to be the second interview. Bloody dead it up. That'll have to be another time. Not wasn't meant to be today. This this time round, but I wanted to make this one <laughs> this episode special, being the fiftieth episode. Gonna play the the game Akinator. If you've heard of that game before, once I uh, I'll play that in a bit, which is quite interesting. Let's play Akinator. I can read your mind. Think of a character. I will try to guess it. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Is your character a girl? No. Has your character really existed? No. Is it an animal? No. No. Has your character ever been in a movie? Yes. Has your character been in a superhero movie? No. Well, well. Is your character animated? No. Phew. Is your character bad? No. Does your character have magical powers? No. Does your character live in America? Uh, yeah. Does your character fight? Yeah. Phew. Does the name of your character appear in the title of a movie? Yeah. Well, well. Does your character use guns? Yes. Yes. Huh. Does your character wear a tie? No. All right. Does your character traditionally wear a hat? No. Is your character made out of metal? No. Does your character wear a headband? 
Yes, I think so. All right. Was your character famous in the 80s? Yes. I guess that you are thinking of John Rambo. Am I right? Boom, shakalaka. Yes, you are right. Sorry, I did not catch that. I guess that you are thinking of John Rambo. Am I right? Yes, you are right. Am I right? Yes. Yes, I guessed right. Do you want to play again? Yes. I can read your mind. Think of a character. I will try to guess it. Are you ready? Yes. Is your character an adult man? No. Is your character's gender female? Yes. Has your character really existed? Yes. Is your character an actor? No. Is your character a YouTuber? No. No. Well, well. Does your character personally know you? I wish. No. Is your character older than 18? Yes. I see. Is your character from your family? No. Surprising. Does your character live in America? No. Phew. Is your character famous? Yes. Surprising. Is your character British? Yes. Phew. Does your character belong to the royal family? No. Surprising. Has your character recorded any albums? No. Is your character more than 40 years old? Yes. Phew. Has your character died? No. No. Do you want to restart a game? No. Thanks for playing. What? Oh, for fuck's sake. You're shit aching, are you? Obviously, I just realised it meant restart. Well, it's in carry on the game, but I thought it meant start the game again. Again, whilst we were, when we were laid off, I, uh, I thought, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean up all my rusty weights, my cast iron weights, sofa vinegar, and then, I was going to say olive oil then, vinegar and water for a couple of days, you know, give them a good old brush, and then paint them with some hemorrhoid paint, I mean hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid paint. And so, uh, yeah, I've done all that, you know, I've got, oh God, and done a few of the Olympic weights as well. Whilst, whilst my back wasn't brilliant, but just to keep me busy, done that. And that's as far as it went with the gym stuff. I, you know, I, uh, just not been in the right frame of mind to do it. Not, not no inclination to do it. Um, like, I don't know, say for example, if, if the missus had put the bins in front of my um, gym door, I thought, fuck that, that's just too much hard work to move a fucking bin. But yeah, it's as yeah, that's our our. I've uh, 
been the last few well month or few weeks and that kind of stuff but I probably won't yeah probably won't try and look to do intermittent fasting but but getting into the gym now clean those weights down give them shine them up all nice I will put them I'll get get some use out of them and uh, get some sessions under my belt before we go away lose well stone would be nice but that's probably being a little bit optimistic uh, obviously love my siblings dear well, yeah, siblings regardless of regardless of the differences that we've had so over to the rustling in the back and uh out of times i've asked luke to play a game of snooker i like snooker i enjoy the game of snooker i haven't played since my birthday probably about three years ago but, um, a couple of weeks ago he said oh yeah i played snooker the other day my mate ash ash is a bit of a weird one We've, we kind of like thought he had a crush on Luke. He's never had a girlfriend from what I, in the 10, no, longer than that, probably 12. Yeah, easily 12 years, probably longer than that, 15, 12, 15 years that we've known him. Never had a girlfriend. Not that it's a problem, maybe he's gay, but, yeah. Anyway, and he was like, oh yeah, I went to play snooker with, um, with Ash. I'm like, oh, right. Inside I thought, fucking, yeah, it'd be nice to ask me. Oh uh, yeah, I had a good game, etc. And then, yeah, a few days later, he said, oh yeah, I went to play snooker again. All oh, right. Fucking yeah, no ask, no asking me, because I was like labelled the king of letdowns by Luke one point, and I thought oh, I'll ask him if he wants to watch the um, the Tyson Fury uh, fight over mine. Oh no, sorry, bruv, I'm watching it over Ashes. Oh right, oh okay. It pretty much was just my answer for every single time. I think it was just regardless if I could have gone snooker or not, it just would have like it just would have been nice to have been fucking asked. But no. Like I said before, in regards to the in-laws, I never wanted it to be sound like I hate them or anything like that. Because I don't hate them. I love them. I love them to bits. Just they fucking annoy the hell out of me sometimes. But not just me. They, they annoy Charlotte. We think it's because they weren't. Yeah, they weren't there when she needed her. Uh, when she was with a Rex who beat her and almost killed her, basically. You know, she was with him for five years and suffered domestic abuse from him. Um, so probably just, I think they're making out with it, making out for it with me. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, you know, we, we told them the price of what the, the unit is that we're going for. And, uh, and Dave being Dave was, oh, that's expensive. And I went, no, it's not. Sorry, but no, that's not. Compared to paying X amount for other places, it just, it just shows that, you know, I said they're clueless in some respect. I'd just like to add that they were unaware regards to the domestic abuse even though it was pretty clear but um but aside from that me and Charlotte are on the same page in regards to just how petty they can be initially she used to um, get defensive about me talking or not slating them but not you know saying stuff but now we're on the same page i'll leave you with my song i will redo it again at some point but here it is see i don't know why i liked it so much you practically gave it our own 
110% from the gut. We had it all worked out. The future looked bright for us, but it swiftly changed when you turned the pressure on us from the first month. You need to do this, as this really isn't enough. Do it now, or else you are out. We informed you the pain that you caused us, but you couldn't have cared less. I even ended up having a breakdown from all the stress. Fuck all the bullshit and the countless meetings that we had. Fuck the type prick who slagged us off and denied all of that. Fuck Mr. Wanks, the stuck-top little twat. Fuck getting up at the 5.30 in the morning. Fuck, fuck, there's no more of that. Fuck the rude, toothless, alcoholic cunt who has done time. Fuck all the ladies who didn't want to spend a dime. Fuck PMFD who was bad news. Fuck the lazy dwarf with an awful attitude. Fuck off the two-faced, the bitch with no neck to slag. Fuck you GC, I'm glad that we won't be back. We should have called it quits when we had the chance. But you begged us to stay. And that this would all change and that we believed you, we trusted you, that was our biggest mistake, we shouldn't have gone back on our word, as it exposed you, for how bad you were really to us, it felt like Anything that we did was never good enough for you. Now that's all down the drain and it caused me and my family more pain. Nothing that we did was ever good enough for you. Now that it's over, we can move on. No hassle to, to deal with. Fuck all the bollocks and countless meetings that we had. Fuck the type prick who slagged us off and denied any of that. Fuck Mr. Wanks, the stuck-up little twat. Fuck getting up at 5.30 in the morning. Thank fuck there's no more of that. Fuck the rude, toothless, alcoholic cunt who has done time. Fuck all the ladies who didn't want to spend a dime. Fuck PMFD who was bad news. Fuck the lazy dwarf with an awful attitude. Fuck off Two-Face, the bitch with no neck to slack. Fuck you, GC, I'm glad that we won't be back. The way that you got rid of us was just downright fucking rude. You wanted the keys before we were technically through. That shit was out of order, but I'm now over there. Good luck to the next caterer. They've been through a lot of them in just over 10 years. It proves that something isn't quite right. Oh, well, that's not a problem now. But just let me resign. Fuck all the bollocks and countless meetings that we had. Fuck the type prick who slagged us off and denied any of that. Fuck Mr. Wanks, the stuck-up little twat. 
fuck getting up at 5.30 in the morning. Thank fuck there's no more of that. Fuck the rude, toothless, alcoholic cunt who has done time. Fuck all the ladies who didn't want to spend a dime. Fuck PMFD who was bad news. Fuck the lazy dwarf with an awful attitude. Fuck off toothpaste, the bitch with no neck to slag. Fuck UGC, I'm glad that we will be back. This has been Matthew John Philip Jones, Maddie Boy, Bombhead, MJPJ. And this is the end of episode one of series eight of the Chef Tales podcast. Take care, stay safe, peace. Life is like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh, no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gas mail. They are all chef tales. Ooh, chef tales. Woohoo. Every day he's making jet tales. Woohoo.